think about yourself 10 years from now. Do you have a connection with him or her? Do you feel a sense of love and compassion? Or is that version of you almost like a stranger, like an alien (laughs) that you see in a distant future? Welcome to the reInvent podcast. This is episode 24, Meet Your Future Self. I am your host and reinvention coach, Sari Kimball. I love talking about future self, and I'm excited to jump into this topic with you. As a reinvention coach, I often use future self work as one of the tools in my toolkit, but it's a big one. It is something that we start with in the process of you're coming to me with an idea of how you want to change, right? In the future, you want something to be different. And so we go to that future self, we create that, we build a relationship with her or him. And it's also a way to continue to do the work to make the changes required along the way. And so I love future self work. It is something that I have studied, that I love listening to, I love reading about. It's something I work on all the time with myself. And a couple of the people that I'm definitely leaning on for influence and reference are Hal Hirschberg and also Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And he had a great book called Be Your Future Self Now. So we often think of our future self as a stranger almost like a third person version of ourself. Like I can literally imagine my future self and it it doesn't necessarily feel like a part of me. It's like this other person out in the world. (laughs) And I'm curious if you can see yourself in the same way, whether that's one year from now or five or 10 or 30 years from now, how connected are you to that person? And studies show us that most people are very disconnected to our future self, even the next day or the next week. We often are kind of screwing our future self over. Jerry Seinfeld has a great comedy bit, and you can actually find it on YouTube, but it's about night guy and how night guy always screws over morning guy, right? Night guy's like, hey, let's have another drink. Let's stay up late. Let's do all these things, right? And let's not take care of future self guy. And morning guy is always pissed, (laughs) night guy. And the only way morning guy can get back at night guy is by the way he says is like, doesn't go into work, loses the job. And now night guy (laughs) is unemployed and doesn't have the money to go out anymore. And so it's a, it's a great comedy bit, but it's so true, right? It's like today's self especially in the evening when we've maybe worn through a lot of our willpower. I know I did it just this weekend where I, well, I should not buy ice cream. That's just something that I rarely buy, but I did. And I always tell myself, like, I can just have a little bit. I'm just going to have a little bit and enjoy it. And then Saturday night, I found myself eating the last like two thirds of it. I had a little bit and then I was like, no, no, I can have more, right? And I'm not thinking about future self, Sari, whether it's maybe I just don't feel as good the next day or the accumulation of the calories and how that's actually going against my overall health goals. And so I am sure you can relate to some piece of that, whether it is 
overeating, whether it's having that next drink, it's always the last one that gets you, right? It's like, no, no, it's fine. It's staying up and watching that, you know, the next show that comes on, right? Instead of getting your ass up off the couch and going to bed and getting ready for bed on time. It's convincing yourself that you could just skip going to the gym that day, right? No big deal. It's not going to matter, except it does in the long run. Tony Robbins has a quote that I'm totally paraphrasing here, but it's something like decisions that we make today add up to our destiny, which again is why a lot of people come to me as a client and want to work with me to make changes, to do something different, to make different decisions and get support in that so that we can create a different outcome, a different destiny. The other thing that's so fascinating with future self work is that we often don't think that our future self is going to change that much. Like we kind of think of ourselves as stable humans that we're not going to develop and change in the future. And especially as you get older, we kind of think like, well, my 40 version of myself is going to be about the same as my 50 and 60 and 70 and 80. We, we think of ourselves as stagnant and then we're no longer growing. But you can look back and I encourage you to just take a minute and do that work where you look back at your life wherever you're at and say, oh, wait, I actually have changed a lot. We, you mean, go back to your childhood. Of course, you've changed a ton. Your preferences, who you are, where you live, maybe your values, things like that, right? And I think about going back to my 20s. And I definitely thought like, no, my 30-year-old, my 40-year-old version of myself is going to be basically the same. And it is wildly different, right? My 20s, I was living in San Francisco. I lived in Paris. I um, was definitely partying a lot, um, not in a relationship, liking the city life. And then in my 30s, getting married and really changing dramatically, right? Where I lived, living in the suburbs, moving back to Colorado. Certainly my preferences were changing. I was now in a long-term relationship. I had a house, I had a dog, all those things that um, I certainly didn't necessarily desire in my 20s. And then going, you know, fast forwarding, I would have said, no, I'm, I'm like fully baked here, right? I'm 30s. Um, this is who I am. And then in my 40s, getting a divorce, moving to a bigger city, starting a business, and not just the outside things change, but even inside, right? Some of my values have changed. My preferences have changed. And I find myself in a really interesting spot right now at 48, and I'm saying, you know what? I actually am thinking about moving. I'm I'm considering, I, I think I want to be around more nature and open space. And maybe it's not as important for me to be downtown, be in a city. And that's so interesting to me because when I moved, even just, I mean, that was just four years ago when I moved to Denver, I thought, I'm always going to want to live in the city. I'm always going to want to be near all the action, right? And be walkable and and have that experience here in the city. And so we can use this by looking backwards to say, oh, maybe, <laughs> just maybe, my future self might be pretty different. What she wants in the future 
could be really different than what I have and want now. And there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean that we paralyze ourselves and don't make any decisions, but we recognize that things are fluid and what we want today is not necessarily what we're going to want in the future down the line, right? And certainly big changes like having kids, getting married, uh, moving in with somebody, layoffs or career changes, kids moving out of the house, right? These are all going to be seasons of our life. And it's just good to recognize that maybe my future self will be different than who I am today. And so the work that we need to do to really use these future self concepts to our benefit, to create the change that we want, to create the life that we want, is to build a relationship with him or her, to really start to see that person, which we do think about more like a stranger or like a, somebody we kind of know, like a coworker, right? We're like, yeah, I mean, I kind of know them, but I really don't, right? I wouldn't necessarily do some big favor for him or her. I wouldn't necessarily pick them up at the airport to creating a relationship, to first seeing this person with more compassion, with more empathy, and that we are really getting intimate with, oh, I wonder who this person is going to be, and creating a sense of responsibility for her in the future. That it is my responsibility today to take care of my future self. And I can start building a relationship in my mind of saying, yeah, she's probably going to be a little bit different than what I am now. And that's okay. And I can have so much compassion. And I want to be at my future self looking back at the decision I'm making today with so much pride and so much gratitude. It's the opposite of night guy. It's the opposite of that's called temporal discounting, where we're like, no, no, it's fine. I got tomorrow to go work out. I got tomorrow to make that change. Tomorrow, I'll start working on my business. And instead, going to our future self and saying, hey, hook me up. I want to be at this place. I want to be, I want to have a successful business. I want to have the health and the fitness that I desire. I want to have the relationship in the future that I desire. And then we go work backwards and we say, okay, hook me up, present self. What are the decisions that I need to make today? And that this person is not a stranger. This is me. And I love her. And I want to support her in her dreams. And I have a responsibility now to do that. And that responsibility piece really only works when there is that connection to our future self. I like to call it hooking your future self up. And I do this all the time. Imagine we got to create that relationship where we're not a stranger in the future. We are more like um, a partner or a dear friend right? Somebody who we love. And think about what we would do for them. So it's kind of a silly example, but I live alone and I don't need to necessarily clean up the kitchen every night. 
if I don't want to, right? I don't have other people like a, a partner or a roommate or anything like that here. And so I can just leave dishes in the sink, right? But that's like night guy, night gal, right? I'm not uh, hooking my future self up. I'm like, oh, I'll just worry about it tomorrow. And sometimes I do, and I'm okay with that. But oftentimes I use that trick of like, I'm going to hook my future self up. I'm going to take 15 minutes, set a timer and go clean the kitchen and get ready for bed, right? Do some of the things that future me is going to be so grateful that I did. So I did that last night. I wanted to go to the gym and I wanted to have a good morning. And so I put out my workout clothes and I got my bag ready and I cleaned up the kitchen and I just felt so much pride. Like, yeah, thank you, Sari, for hooking future self up. And then in the morning, I looked back and said, thank you so much. Thank you last night, Sari. <laughs> for hooking me up. This really makes my morning so much better. And we can expand that into other areas of our life. We can make that bigger, of course, and apply it to our bigger desires. I actually like starting with the small things. I think that we can build up the resilience and build up the evidence of like, yeah, this is what it means to hook my future self up. I do it in small ways and it gets easier to do it in the big ways. It gets easier to go and make that presentation or call on that uh, buyer or make that offer or go to the gym even when you don't feel like it. It starts to build trust with ourselves that we see both our present. Now, I think you can take it too far where you are like, I never enjoy the present because I'm only thinking about my future self. And so there is a balance, right? I want to be in the present enjoying my meal and not just being like, I got to get up and clean the kitchen right now because my future self. But it's like, no, I'm in the moment. I'm in the present and I'm so grateful. And I'm also going to do a little bit. Doesn't mean I have to do all of it. Doesn't mean I have to do it right away. But how can I hook my future self up? The other way we can use future self as a tool is by going down to the worst case scenario, kind of taking it on the journey of like, if I continue to do the things, to believe the things, to feel the things I do now, what is the most likely end result, right? If I continually decide to not go to the gym and to eat poorly, I can go to the end and say, oh, this is probably likely what will happen, right? What my future self will be like. And I was just working with a client the other day who uh, was feeling really burnt out in her work. And we talked about, okay, what does that mean? What are you doing? We got clear about what burnt out means to her. And then we said, okay, let's take that three months from now. If you continue to be in this work and feel this way and take these actions and continue to burn yourself out, what is the likely outcome of that three months from now? And she's wanting to start her own business, right? But she has a full-time job. And so by continuing to engage in the burnout and not make changes today, then we're actually setting up her future self, the one that wants to start the business, that wants to grow it, that wants to 
be only doing that is probably going to have some healing to do and it's going to slow everything down. And so we talked about strategies for how do we use this as curriculum now with the full-time job to do that work and not allow burnout, to create different routines, go and ask for support, have some mental shifts, reframe some things, maybe just say no to some things. Because ultimately, we want our future self three months from now, we want to look back and say, thank you so much. I learned so much through that experience. I'm healthy. I'm excited for what's next. And I'm not leaving out of pain and misery and trying to run away from it. I'm leaving out of empowerment and groundedness and optimism for what's next and integrity that I did the work and I did not burn myself out. I encourage you to use future self work, these tools to help build a relationship with yourself. Realize, look back on your past and realize how much you really have changed and know and accept and love the fact that you will continue to change, that your future self will be different than what you are now. And then start building that relationship with her and create connection, create an intimacy that feels more like the love of a dear friend. From there, tap into your sense of responsibility to hook her up. See how you want to be in the future, 10 years from now, 20, 30 years from now, and say, I want to hook her up. Here's how I see myself living at 70. And what do I need to do today? What decisions do I need to do? And break those down into small chunks because it's a daily activity and the daily things start to compound. They add up and that's how we shift our outcomes. That's how we shift our destiny is by small decisions we make today. So I want you to think about how you can hook your future self up with one tiny change, one different decision today. If you would like support doing this work, if you want help to really create that future self vision and to create a process with accountability and support, please go to reinventioncoach.co, reach out to me. We will have a powerful coaching call and we will talk about your future self and help you start building a relationship with her. Until next time, have an amazing week.